coming up, we'll give you our initial thoughts on the Kingdom Hearts 3 game and what we think is going to happen. All that and more next. Hey, welcome to Nerdcaster. I'm back, and with me I have Lori. Hello. And we're going to give our first thoughts of Kingdom Hearts 3. Anybody who's listened to this show for a, a long time, since the beginning, knows that I throw my money at this game. I'm, right? It's disgusting, actually. I mean, it's so bad that I'm not even allowed to buy the story so far for the PS4. He's, I mean, he's perfectly allowed to do whatever he wants. It's just, it's sad, really. No, you you told me not to buy it. You're like, you, don't you don't you don't you buy that? You already have all those games. Don't don't do it. Don't even look at it. Yeah, but I looked at it, and the cover art is sweet, and I don't have it. I'm I'm as big a Square Enix fan as the next person, but I just think what they did with this franchise is completely ridiculous. It is ridiculous, and I think they have realized how ridiculous it is, and by that. Let's get into Kingdom Hearts 3. Or, should I say, 2.9. Yeah. By, by what? What do you mean by them? So, we're going to get to that while we're talking about Kingdom Hearts 3. Because I don't want to go all over the place here. <clears throat> so, in, now you get Kingdom Hearts 2.9. Mm-hmm. Which is basically what? The, the training of this game, you, you, you do... So the game starts, and you're doing exactly what you do in the last two games. You're on that stained glass altar, picking out your weapons and your warrior or guardian or whatever this stuff has to do with anything. Which looks great, by the way. It's the same process that you pretty much go through every single game. They didn't change that. I kind of enjoy the fact that they didn't change it, but it looks great. They did change it a little bit in the fact that you get scenes from all the other Kingdom Hearts games scrolling above you, and then they come down into those picture frames. Well, you, well, the, yeah, they but updated the, but the it. the process is, yeah, the same, and the altar is the same. But it, I do like how they did that. That's why I'm bringing it up. I do like how you get to see scenes from the other games as you're choosing your path, and I put that in air quotes. Um, and 2.9 goes for a few hours into the game, all the way up until you get new clothes for Sora. Was this a joke? Like, what is the point in this 2.9 thing? Yeah, I wasn't sure where they were going with that either because it was, unless it was just to explain a lot of stuff that happened, um, or I, I couldn't tell you because it's just like, why I couldn't just start with three? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I honestly think they did it because they had 2.8, which is literally an extra cutscene. And now to bridge that app from 2.8, 2.9 to 3.0, like that, it's a joke because that's all I can say. It's like, ha ha. Yeah, you, you, you did that. Good job. Is that is that a is that a joke, though? I don't know. Like, I feel like they put it in there as a joke. Aren't jokes supposed to be funny? Yeah, it's not funny. It's fucking terrible. Um, so you, you go through the beginning of the game. It's like all the other ones. You train. You learn your abilities. You learn how to use the Keyblade. All of it's great. It's fine. It's Kingdom Hearts. It's it's. It's great having that controller feel back in my hands of it being a Kingdom Hearts game. Um, <clears throat> I don't know if I like this game yet. I'm still on the fence. 
And going into this, I thought it was going to be a giant pile of horseshit. Uh, because going back, and this is where I want to bring that in, going back to how this storyline got so convoluted with all these middle games instead of just keeping the numbered games, um, it seems like this game is trying to fix that. Like, they're spending a lot of time trying to explain why all those things happened instead of just trying to, 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 to make them go away. Like, they're trying to fit these pieces into this puzzle. Like, they're just forcing them in. It's like, I don't think you need to do that. And the other thing which really bothered me is that memories thing in the very beginning that you, you had the option of doing to, to understand the story so far or whatever. I think watching that, which... Um, what he's referencing is, uh, you know, instead of just like a, I guess a basic tutorial, they give you the option to do that. I think with the, just with battling, um, which is handy for people who are just coming into the series, um, for the first time and they don't want to play all the games to get caught up to speed. But even if you played all the games to get caught up to speed, the summary of the story I thought was, uh, you know, it was it was confusing too. It it wasn't great. Um, it, it they definitely condensed the shit out of everything that happens to this point. But my issue is like in Kingdom Hearts one and two, the main storyline is you locking keyholes. Am I wrong here? Like I played the game a hundred times. I remember doing that, and I thought that was the main point of the game is to lock the keyholes and save these princesses. Mm-hmm. In those memories or whatever, you know, they don't even reference that. That's not a big deal. That means nothing. What was the point in doing that? Why is it like the, the first two games, the main reason you visit all these worlds is to lock a keyhole and it doesn't mean shit? Well, you lock the keyhole so that... So what is it? That people can't jump between worlds or... Or that keep... the Heartless can't come into that world. Or something like well, that. That poses a problem too because... They do come back after you lock the keyhole. I attribute that to they were already there, and those are just the residuals for after you lock the keyhole. No, I mean I forget what the general purpose of doing that was, but um, yeah, I don't think the 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 story so far explained what it was. I mean, they completely ignored that that you had to do that. Yeah, and I thought that was a big part of the first two games. Like, why are we just going to ignore that? That bothered me. I don't. I don't actually remember him unlocking or locking worlds in two. Uh, two is hazy. I, I have a, I don't really like. Like if we're bringing much. this up, I'm not sure that I remember him doing that. Um, I he definitely locked keyholes. In I don't know if he did. You might have to Google that. Uh, yeah, I'll I'll check that while we continue talking. But anyway, you had to do it in one. And that was a big part of one. And that's where it all started. So how come they don't talk about it then? Even if it wasn't in two, which I'm sure it was. He's definitely not doing it in this one. Yeah. But again, like I said, this is our first impression. So we don't know if that's going to happen later. I mean, it hasn't... Arendelle, that's that's where we are right now. How how many worlds deep is that? Four? Uh, we Well, let's go over the worlds we've visited so far so we can give people an idea of how far into this game we are. So we've obviously done Olympus. It's not far. No. We've done Olympus. Mm-hmm. We've done Monstropolis. Mm-hmm. We've done You're not going Corona. No, I'm not because I skipped Corona. Mm-hmm. And then we went to Monstropolis. Mm-hmm. And then we went to, well, Twilight Town is in there too. Mm-hmm. And then we also went to Arendelle. 
He's afraid in a toy box. And toy, <clears throat> toy box. Great. Nice. Yeah. Um, Sexy. Thanks. I try sometimes. Um, so uh, that's... Um, <clears throat> So yeah, those that's where we are. We're we're halfway through probably Arendelle. I'm guessing we're about halfway through. But the other thing is we went to Twilight Town. Mm-hmm. Um we met people who don't know Roxas, who were obviously friends of Roxas in two. They address that in two. Like you meet them and they don't know who he is either. Yeah, because it's some kind of virtual world thing. Right. So they don't um again, like without getting into really specific details about the story, because it's um, you know, maybe that's something we address in a different episode that we're, we're just talking about breaking down the stories mm-hmm. or breaking down just kind of like what the timeline is. There's a great video on YouTube that goes through the entire thing. Um, I forget what it is, Joe. I don't know if you want to put that in the show notes. Um, uh, I'll link to this video. Um, it there's does, a few of them. There's one that's like 75 minutes long. There's another one that's like 45 yeah. minutes long. There's one. I think it's a. I think it's the uh, 75 minute one. It goes through um, pretty in depth what happens all the way up until three. And I think it's you know it's a long watch, obviously, but I think it's it's much more helpful than the story so far. I think watching that, then watching the the I don't know the They're, 20 minute breakdown yeah. that they give, I think will help. Uh, will help that along because then I guess the 20 minute breakdown is what Square Enix thinks is important for you to retain throughout the entire thing. Like forget about everything else. Like, cause we can't solve every plot hole we created. Um, but these are the plot holes that we're going to somewhat touch on eventually. The whole Anson, Xehanort, Xemnas, that whole, I'm just like, fuck. Like, is it the same fucking guy? It's the same guy coming in? Like, I understand Ansem the Wise is, like, a good guy who is... Um, a scientist or some shit. Yeah. And then you have just regular... An- Ansem is your main villain in Kingdom Hearts 1. And then your villain in Kingdom Hearts 2 is Xemnas and Xehanort. Um, unless Xehanort was brought up... I don't think they brought him in before, prior to 2. And that's where things get a little bit confusing. In, in 1, you had one very clear enemy um you, i mean you spend time thinking that the villain the disney villains and riku was an enemy you know, foe enemy whatever um until you realize you know it's it's not in them. typical square in yeah. its fashion there's a halfway through the game it flips the script and you actually find out who the real bad guy is yeah. right but it's pretty clear it's just like it's this guy who um was an apprentice at some point and just is you know just an asshole <laughs> and now what two the villain part gets a little bit crazy because you have the heartless you have nobodies you have um these alternate you know i guess characters based on the original character um you know because the whole i guess the pro- losing your heart or becoming when sora becomes a heartless he creates this other thing like it just as ridiculous as I sound right now and all over the place, that's exactly how the game plays out. It, it's just all over the place and you've got to keep track of all these different characters to actually figure out what the hell's going on. And then you still don't figure out what's going on. And you just don't. Yeah. So there's like three different Ansoms, um, all different names. You know, one so, has an axe, one doesn't. And then you have like two different organization 13s, the real one, and then like the the real, real one. So it's not even like there's a fake one. It's just, there's, oh no, that's a real organization 13, but wait. There's a different organization, 13, that um, we're just sort of putting together right now. You know what I mean? It's it's ridiculous. 
yeah, I agree. Um, I don't know what more I could say about that. But with the, the whole Ansem thing and how there's like 20 of them now, and I'm exaggerating that, obviously. The only way I can explain it to myself is they pulled a page right out of Harry Potter's book and Xehanort, you know, installed Horcruxes on these, 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 these people or something. Because that's the only way that it makes sense to me. Because there is some point where there's like 13 Xehanorts. Mm-hmm. And they're the actual organization 13. That's what I'm gathering from this. But again, first impressions, I'm still confused. I'm hoping as the game goes on, I get a little more um, well-versed in the story. So story-wise, I'm still fucking lost. If, and we're definitely addressing this in, in another episode where when once the game is finished and we've addressed a lot of these things with the story, we will be revisiting all of this all over again. Hopefully there's a lot more answers. We're trying to do this a little bit, not sp- not spoiler free. We're not spoiling it for ourselves. So we haven't looked up anything about the story Correct. until we finish it ourselves. But once we get there, I hope that I eat my words as far as how ridiculous the story is. Because right now, that's two things about this game that absolutely just... Infuriate you? I don't want to say... It's anno- it's just annoying. And, and it's frustrating. And uh, the story is definitely one of them. It's just hard to follow. Um, and the second one is the dialogue. What's it's, the problem with the dialogue? The dialogue is terrible. What In, in three or in all of them? In, I mean, they're bad in all of them, but like the you first one came out in, I think it was 2004 and then 2006 with voice acting really wasn't so... Uh, 2000, yeah, you're about right. It, it was, you know, up and coming and not a lot of games had it. And the ones so that it was did, they were, they were all bad. There wasn't really a great, um, there wasn't really great voice acting back then. Now though, there's like, now there's no fucking excuse. There's, there's pretty much a game that doesn't come out with voice acting now is the odd, the odd yeah. man out. But what, other than for like the Switch, but what is your problem with the voice acting? Is it just like the voices themselves? Is it? No, dialogue. That's exactly, that's exactly why. I'm sorry. So So the voice acting is like, you're given direction, you're given a script. That script is fucking terrible. I, I, okay. But it it is a Kingdom Hearts game and the other one's dialogues weren't that great either. I mean, how how many, many, how many Disney movies have you watched? They're for kids. They're fun. They're, you know, whatever. But the dialogue, it doesn't make you want to, like, cringe really, really bad. The dialogue in this game is, like, those direct-to-DVD t- direct fucking video sequels from Disney that you're just like, oh, yeah, they couldn't afford the A-team on the writing staff. <laughs> and versus the first... Um, pick any Disney movie. Yeah, Frozen. Pick, and, exactly. uh, and you can go back as far as pretty much anything. But... I'll give you that. I agree. I think that the dialogue is pretty horrible, and I think some of it is canned and reused. Like, how many times? And this annoys the living dog shit out of me about this game. And, I mean, I know they did it in the other ones, but they are really pushing this point home. How many fucking times do I have to hear Sora, Donald, and Goofy after, like, every sentence? It's like, oh, it's a pleasure to meet you, Sora, Donald. Goofy. And it's always in the same cadence and yeah, the same timing. That's what I mean. No matter so, what the character, who says it is. I think they just canned that. Like, they're like, all right, just, just say those names a hundred thousand times into a microphone and we're going to choose the worst one. <laughs> and we're just going to reuse that for, for your entire section of this game. And it's like at the end when Sora and them are getting, and gang are getting ready to leave. It's like, oh, it was, it was so nice to have you in Corona or whatever. Sora, Donald and Goofy. 
We hope to see you again soon. Sora, Donald, Goofy. It's painful. It's, it is very painful. And I debated, we're too far into the game now, but if I go back and replay this game, I plan to tally up how many times those names are said like that. Like if it's somebody just goes, hey, Sora, blah, blah, blah. No, I'm not counting that. It has to be Sora, Donald, and Goofy. Yeah, no. Now, now you have to do it. And you know what? And now everybody listen who didn't notice that, it's going to bother the hell out of you if you play the game. Because I just brought it to your attention. Or if somebody has already paid attention, has already keep tal- you know, already kept tallies, I want to know. Because yeah. if I don't have to do this over again, I would rather not. Yeah. Oh, and we went to the 100 Acre Wood. So add that world in here too. I actually, so just letting, I never really liked 100 Acre Wood mini games. I always kind of found them to be annoying. And, uh, and the controls weren't so great in them either. I always felt like the, when you had to go into the book, too, it was always kind of ill-timed. I really just would rather be progressing <laughs> the story or just doing something else. I think because you it's did like a the, lot. I felt like it was the commercial break in the game. Right. Um, it's, I mean, I'm, I'm saying this without having ever played Candy Crush, but I feel like it's just Candy Crush minigames, which I. In three, that's what they are. Because they're not like that in two. Right. Yeah. Uh, I enjoyed it. They're really easy, though. That, that It presents no challenge whatsoever. They're just the easiest mini games. You don't spend a lot of time there, which maybe they're addressing a complaint about the 100 Acre Wood. You just spend so much time there playing bullshit games. Well, again, we also don't know if we ever have to go back and revisit that world. Oh, that's true. So um, based on what you did, yes, so far it was easy. But let's start from the beginning. And let's go to the toy box. Let's go to where this game kind of starts with Kingdom Hearts 3. Okay, and- well, I'm just letting you know that it doesn't the game doesn't start there. No, but we already went over. Where does it start? In Olympus. Oh yeah, let's go to Olympus then. Did you? Oh, did, did you? Did we play the same game? Dude, I have trouble remembering this crap, and I'm the one controlling the game most of the time. I don't know why I have this memory issue with this stuff, but I do. So we'll go to Olympus, where yes, we did start there, and it's a lot harder than the other Olympus games. Like in in previous, and I don't know if it's just because it's the first world, and, and I'm getting used to the controls again. But flying around on this shield to get through fire and stuff, it's like they try to trick you on which way you have to go. Like, oh, there's a secret path over to the right. And then you learn this new thing called air stepping, which I'm going to be honest. I got stuck for 35 fucking minutes on a platform thinking I got to open a birthday present. (laughs) And I'm like, why? What do I do here? Like, what's the puzzle to this birthday present to get it out of the way to continue forward? It just so happens I accidentally looked up and saw that there was more air stepping to do. I'm actually a little upset they didn't call it dubstepping. Yeah. And uh, but I'm uh and then you get to the, and it's like I got stuck there for 35 minutes. Why do you have to trick me? Why was there no, you know, another thing and we'll get to this in a minute is is like the Mickey heads. When there's there's a Mickey head around, Goofy tells you there's a Mickey head around or whatever. Why couldn't he be like, hey, dumbass, stop standing on the present. We got more air stepping to do. Why can't you tell me, like, I don't have to deal with this thing? Because Goofy wants to take the mad fat selfies. Yeah, okay. Just to add a little bit of context, the Mickey symbols you see in the game, you have to take photos of them. Yeah, I do want to get to that because I I do want to talk about that a little bit. And the gummy phone, too, which there's a lot to get through right now. Okay. Um. So we get to Olympus. We 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 do Olympus. It's great. I don't like this version of Olympus as much as I did in the other games. I liked the Colosseum style um, in the first one the best. 
Um, the second one was all right. It was more of an underworld thing, and there was some stuff to do like this one. But this is actually like an hour stage versus just being a coliseum with the uh, uh, just like optional a, battles yes, and stuff. It's not a battle arena Yeah. Anymore. So I guess take it for what it is. I didn't really care for it. Um, but I mean, I guess it's a first, it's a, I like the fact that it's in here because it is nostalgia and links back to the other two games. And it's pretty much the only world other than the, the made up worlds for this game that do link back. Like we're not getting wonderland. We're not getting, um, pie. Well, we do. I think we do get pirates in this game, but we, we, we don't get a whole lot of lands that, that go back. Like we're not getting lands that like, I would love to have the Tarzan land back. That was one of my favorites. But anyway, so when we move on, we go to the toy box, and this is where I start to have an issue. This is where I really start to have an issue with the game. And somebody brought this to my attention, uh, Doug from The Geekery, actually. And did you notice Woody and Buzz's demeanors are, like, backwards? Like, Buzz was always the one who was, like, accepting and, like, going with the flow. And Woody didn't like Buzz and everything. It was more like unacceptant of new toys. Mm-hmm. That is completely reversed in this one. Yeah, you know what? I don't think I noticed that either until yeah. you just mentioned it. So um, it's like they have a role reversal here. That is here. interesting. And I took it. See, the way that I took it was that um, there was like an enemy and um, Buzz was really suspicious of um, Sora, Donald, Goofy. <laughs> and... Um, because he wasn't, you know, you know, no, I'm not just like kind of thinking out loud, just trying to think this through with their personality. And yeah, that's, that's, that's really true. Uh-huh. There's no explain, there's no explanation about why they, they did, they treated them that way because Woody should have absolutely been the one that was like, Hey, I don't, I don't know who these toys are. And, uh, nah, yeah. um, you know, he was definitely more of the charismatic leader here. And I, you know, maybe that's just because that's the franchise's title character and yes, Buzz is too, but not the way that Woody is. And so they might've wanted to made him, you know, they might maybe wanted to make him more likable, but it's still out of character it it is, is the problem. And and that's like the thing. It's like I love reliving these characters in a video game setting. Now you kind of take that out with that. And again, in this world, first of all, finding the last section of this world was completely ridiculous. I It took me forever to, 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 to figure out how to get to that section of the store. Like, I don't know if you remember watching this and I'm running around like, how do I get to to toddlers and whatever or, or whatever the last section was called? It was something and something. And you go through a vent and you get there and everything. But for some reason, it, it, I don't know. It was just seemed really difficult. And I was running in circles. I didn't know what level it was on. Because there's three levels to this stage in this toy store. Um, but I do like some of the other things about it. That's the one thing I really hated. Was, was just like this little trickery things they're doing in this this version of the game. That I don't feel I had as much trouble in the other ones. Maybe I'm getting old and stupid. Who knows? But I don't like it. Um, I do like how a lot of stuff in this game is interactive. Like you can knock things off shelves, like even the smallest little things. Um, like I knocked over a cardboard thing that was on a table or you can open the cash registers by smashing on them. Um, I do like the mech things that you get to play with in this. And I thought I was going to hate that too. But after I got used to it, it was like having an extra shield for my character when I already have ridiculously low HP because it's the beginning of the game. So I took advantage of that whenever I could. 
I did like that stuff. I love playing around with that. Um, I like the little mini game where you're in the mech and, and you get sucked into the into the TV to play like a, a video game. Which, speaking of which, there is an, in, an advertisement during this world of what looks to be like Final Fantasy 16 or some other Square Enix game. It took me off guard. It was like... Because the... it's a completely different graphic set. Yeah, it was... Um... Actually, I sat there and I'm just like, are we what? Did they... Did they finally do this with video games where they just, you know, when you're waiting for a load screen, instead of just having a load screen, they play a fucking commercial in the middle of the game? I literally blew me away. I'm like, all right. I'm like, so I'm a little impressed. Like, it did, it, I questioned a lot of what was going on when I watched this commercial. Yeah. I thought after it was over, I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool, actually. But now I'm curious to see if they actually make that fake game into a real game. Because it does kind of look badass. I'd play that. <laughs> um, and you got any input on Toy Story Land or the Toy Box? And I know you played this demo at uh, Comic-Con. You played the Toy Box demo first. So do you, because I didn't really get to play much of it, do you see any differences in controls or how it felt versus the demo versus this, this final version? I mean, differences, not really. Um, I couldn't tell you if there's any differences at all. Um, but playing the demo, I found it very hard, like getting into that mech that you were talking about. It was actually because it was just the first time I'm ever playing the game in any type of setting. Plus you're on an Xbox controller and we're not used to that. Right. But even if I was on a PlayStation controller, I wonder if I would have had the same issues. It's just hard to get used to, um, you know, I guess a different move set. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, I felt like that the controls there were a little bit wonky, but again, it's just like I had no. By that point in the game, you're a couple worlds deep, so you have plenty of time to get used to all your controls and what mm-hmm. you can do. And at this point, I'm just like trying to figure everything out at the same time. So yeah, no, it was a little hard for me. I didn't even get. Uh, uh, most people are getting through the entire world and then moving, playing maybe a minute or two of the second, and I didn't even get through the first world. I was like, wow, I'm such a fucking loser. Um, <laughs> Well, yeah. I felt like the 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 demo for the Olympus side was harder than what we actually got. I kept getting hit by rocks left and right, and I had no problem avoiding them in this. And I don't know if it's because I already played it and kind of knew what I had to do, or if it's because like the controls were a little bit more fixed and I was able to, you know, it was more responsive. I don't know, but that's only thing I have with demo compared to this. Um, so then, after the toy box, where do we go? Since you seem to know the order of the worlds better than I do. Is that when we go to Twilight Town? No. No. Okay, so I'm pretty sure it was Olympus. I think it was Twilight Town. Twilight Town after Olympus. After Olympus, okay, and and then we go to Toy Box. No, I, I'm pretty sure. No, Toy Box, Olympus, and then Twilight Town. No, Toy Box was not first. I don't remember, man. I'm really bad. Olympus at this. is first, and then I believe you go to Twilight Town, and then Toy Box, and then Corona, and That's then right. Monstropolis. And then, Arendelle. Yeah. We went back to Twilight Town after I mean, you Metropolis. Do. Just I was going to say, like, they have you go back there intermittently. Yeah. yeah. All right. So now we're Arendelle? in Corona. You're in Arendelle. No, we're in Corona as far as the conversation is going. Oh, there. okay. We're going world by world? Yes. Okay. Just to make it easier and, and to flow. Um, this, I felt, was the best land so far. It was pretty, yeah, it was... Uh, great to look at i feel they pulled some of the cutscenes straight from the movie they do that with all the games with every world every movie yeah they usually, didn't with toy story 
they usually will pull, I mean with that they had there was a very deliberate reason why the Heartless was there and they, they took a lot of the toys away um, so I think it would have been harder for them to pull that from you know scenes right from Toy Story to do that but with the other ones it was just like um, yeah with Tangled I guess they, they, they pulled some cutscenes right out of the movie because you had you, you needed all that exposition you know what I mean um I liked it. That's that's all I have to say about it. I enjoy that. That's what I like to see in these games. And the fact that it it's a video game versus the movie, and it looks almost identical, if not it is. Um, but the fact that this part was open world and, and sort of felt like a regular Kingdom Hearts-style world, uh, I don't feel like the toy box really was with the mech stuff and the video game stuff. And like I said, I prefer the battle arena over the way Olympus was in this. This is where I feel like the Kingdom Hearts style of play is the way it should be. See, I wonder if that was... I mean, this this game took a decade to make. Mm-hmm. So I wonder like, if the difference you see in like the type of world... Like, um, Tangled's world could have been done earlier than Toy Box. I'm pretty sure it was. Um, so that's why it feels a little bit more classic than... Um, and then they're using like deliberate like cutscenes like from the movie in there. Um I'm only guessing. I don't no, really that's prob- know. That's I'm probably sure true. It's yeah. probably good. it's a damn good point if it's not. Uh, but um, I love this this world. I loved the fact that you got to you don't have to choose. You know, take Donald or Goofy out of your party to add Rapunzel or Flynn Rider. Now they just join your party. But this is where I also want to ta- start talking about the battling. And I'm bringing it up here because this is where you get. You know, you have all those extra things that you can use during battle, like the carousel and the 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 water rides from Disney World and the buccaneer ship. And well, they're called something. Yeah, what? I don't. know. I don't know. You momentum's. I don't, I don't know. It doesn't. I don't know the terminology of them, and I don't care because I hate them. It takes away from the hack and slash that I remember from Kingdom Hearts. Every two seconds, I'm getting one of these special abilities. And it's like, what's the point in even fighting when all I got to do is spam X to, to make a pirate ship go or to make the carousel go around or whatever. I want to actually fight with the Keyblade. That's what I like about Kingdom Hearts. I think these things would be fine if they were intermittent or you use them like you would like the forms in two. Like you can't. Well, you don't have to. You don't have to use them. You could just literally not use them. Yeah, but they come up. I have to use them. No, it's, they come up. You could just like, you know what? I'm not going to press triangle. I'm going to press triangle because it's like a special ability. Don't, don't use them. But I have there's a sim- to. There's a simple solution to your complaint, and that is to just not Watch. use it. And then I'm going to have the same problem I had in two. At the end of the game, they're like, you had to use these things for whatever reason. And you did. So now you can't progress until you use them enough times. That one. I think they look cool. I think it's a nice addition to add just another dimension to gameplay. Uh, Some of them are fun. Some of them are downright stupid. It's repetitive. It's it's repetitive. That's for sure. They probably shouldn't come up as often as they do and just do a little bit more damage so that when you do get them, it's more of a reward than kind of like, ah, oh, it's kind of annoying. So I probably would kill it. Um, the, you know, I'd probably be faster just using the, the, the hack and slash. Yeah. yeah. And then we go to Arendelle, and yes, I'm skipping through these pretty quick because I'm pretty sure we're going to revisit them, and we are going to do another episode. And we get to Arendelle. Again, it's stuff pulled straight out of Frozen. And 
I'm this land I actually liked a lot. Um, there's some annoyances. I had an annoying problem with Olaf. Uh, finding his body is just dumb. Just I don't know. I had trouble with it. And I was ready to throw the controller at well, one it's point. It's like finding a needle in a haystack. It's literally finding like a lump of snow. They in give you, snow, yeah, they give you clues and everything, but. I could see it. But, and and the fact that he just says the same thing over and over and over and over again. It's like, I get it, dude. I'm looking. I get it. Shut up. I almost had to mute the TV. What got me about this world is that they literally just go into a full rendition of Let It Go. They just go right into it. I like that. I didn't. I thought it was just like when the first couple bars are playing and... Sora and gang sees her run up, I guess, the, you know, the edge. And they're just like, oh, she seems, you know, she seems really sad and whatever. (laughs) I'm like, and then you hear the song. You're just like, all right, like she's going to do her thing. Like, or at least like, I don't know, like jump to the part where she's like raising the castle and they go up there or whatever. No, they just play the whole fucking, like, I already saw the fucking movie Kingdom Hearts. All right. Like, I don't, (laughs) I don't need to see this again. And I'm act. I was so annoyed when I was just sitting there. I'm like, this is happening. I kept saying it over and over again. I'm like, they're really fucking doing this right now. I- and then they even build a snowman. They do when, that song yeah, too. When they when they got to, so again, like that's out of order. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. now that's just fucking out of order. When you meet Anna, and all of a sudden, like they're taught, you're they're giving you know. Now you need her fucking backstory. <laughs> and okay, so this is the part of the podcast where I'm just getting really heated about this. Is how much like I this is how deeply i feel about this um they start playing this song i'm like you gotta be fucking kidding me they do a second fucking song in the same world i'm gonna lose my shit (laughs) and they didn't but they it was pretty close i don't know i i again i liked it i like this world i'm liking the game more and more as it goes on but there are things i cannot stand and the next thing now that we got through all the world is this gummy phone I hate this thing. I hate this. Sora's apparently on Instagram. The loading screens are now like Instagram pictures. I hate this. They don't make games for you anymore. Jim. No, apparently not. I hate it. I can't stand it. And I'm going to have to find all these dumb Mickey heads because Goofy has to call it out whenever we're near one, even if I can't see it. And then I waste time looking for them when all I want to do is get the story. I just want to know what happens. I need to know what happens. It's been how long since Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2, and now it's the conclusion. I just want to know what happens. It's like watching a TV show that so ended in 2008 and never had a finale. So, so don't do it. I have to do it. It's, it's Wait again, the end. I can't do it. I have to. See, like the source of your problem. See, like I'm mad at things I can't control. You can control <laughs> this. But then I don't feel like... I did it right well that's on you man like you gotta just like you sounds like you really gotta figure some shit out yeah before you turn the game back on <laughs> maybe i'll have to do a second playthrough and then do all that stuff yeah maybe maybe that's for the best because we gotta get the second episode about this and out in a timely fashion and there's and no way i can do it we know nerdcasters update schedule isn't exactly all that consistent it's been better just letting you know yeah thanks I'm trying here. Um, I I don't like the Instagram thing. I, I don't like the loading screen. Um, and now you got to press X after the loading screen, which I don't mind because the loading screens are forever. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, I use it for bathroom breaks, making a sandwich. Maybe I need to make a full bowl of popcorn the old fashioned way. You know, and I got time during the load screen 
to do that. I'm pretty sure, and maybe we should try this, that I could make a tuna fish sandwich, including taking it out of the can, before a loading screen is over. You act like that takes a long time. A loading screen should not allow me like to make tuna you, and a sandwich. You sandwich. should. All right. So this would be the real challenge. Just you're going to go all the way downstairs. You're going to get in your cart. You're going to go to Quick Check. You're going to order a tuna sub, and then you're going to drive back and then come back upstairs. I'm pretty sure the loading screen will be over because Quick Check is at least a three-minute ride. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we will try that. What, do you need me to go to Quick Check for something? I'm a little hungry, but. <laughs> anyway. But, yeah, I don't like that. And I don't like the gummy ship. I didn't think the gummy ship could get any worse than it is in the other two games. Shut up. That gummy ship looks awesome. The gummy truck we have? The gummy truck is he cool. He keeps calling it a truck. It's obviously it, it a ship. It has no wings. There's no wings there's, on the gummy truck. There's two little wings on the side. I don't see them. I see fins. You could have built one yourself, you know. No, I don't mind the gummy truck. I'm just calling it as I see it. And now if we put a little flatbed on the back of that... Some extra guns on that. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Go- uh, uh, Goofy and Donald can hang out in the flatbed truck. Just like it's 1996 when well, we all used to do that and drink like, out of garden hoses. But the thing is you can't, you can't do that in, in space. Why not? Because oxygen. Gummy space truck. They're cartoons. So? They don't need oxygen. Then why do they even need a fucking ship then? Why do you need a cockpit? Why can't they just float on a block and be like, you can't build a ship without a cockpit. And that shit is covered. There's no convertible. There's nothing like that. They can't open the fucking windows. <laughs> you asked them? Because space. You asked them. It's just very obvious. You show me a gummy block where there's very obviously like open windows <laughs> and I'll give you $1,000. How do you know there's not holes in that gummy ship window thing? I'm just saying you show it to me. I'll, we haven't got all the pieces, so maybe there is one. All right. Well, all right. And I hate the controls of the gummy ship. I don't like playing the gummy ship. I like you playing the gummy ship when we have to do that. He wasn't good at Star Fox either. I was terrible, but I meddled in Fortuna. Um, and I guess the the last real thing is the gummy ship. There was something else I wanted to I was going to say, say um, we just went over this. Yeah, no, I know. Oh, that's what it was. The lack of the Square Enix characters in this game. Now, again... This is not done with the game. They might show up later. But Squall or Leon or whatever we're calling them in this version. Um, Ares, Yuffie. They were all in past games and they haven't shown up yet. We've been to Twilight Town. Um, granted, Traverse Town I haven't come across yet or, or even if it's in the game. Um, and I don't think Radiant Garden or Hollow Bastion are in this. Again, could be wrong. But... Did they totally just cut all that out, too? Because that would bother me. That would really bother me. Because this was supposed to be a game that crossed the two worlds together. Like, you had your Square Enix stuff, and you had your Disney stuff. I think the way that they probably thought of it is that they introduced so many characters that are native just to Kingdom Hearts. That that's filling the Square Enix mix of characters mm-hmm. because yeah it's very somebody over at disney definitely um took a lot more control over this game because versus the first two or versus the other games mm-hmm. um you have like the things that you hate in a battle all those amusement park kind of special moves like that's obviously something like that that came about i mean japan loves theme parks mm-hmm. um 
you know, I think just as much as um, folks from the U.S. But that was very obviously um, a Disney move. And then you have all the worlds are Disney. Every world except for Twilight Town so far has been, an, you know, an obvious awesome. Disney play. And they mm. they're usually are. They're almost always um, Disney-based. Mm. But you have... And if, you know what? That's probably what it is. Because Twilight Town has nobody from, like, previous Square Enix games. No. They do have a ton of Disney characters in there. But no... Um, no square. No square Enix. No. It, it, I mean, I guess the only the closest thing to Square Enix is like Pence and, and these kids that run around. That's what I'm saying. They're all... Um, but they're Kingdom Hearts specific. Yeah. They don't show up in any other Square Enix game. Well, there's know. so many characters in the Kingdom Hearts world now that I, I don't yeah. know. They probably would confuse people that weren't just like not, you know, that were... St- even still, Organization 13 still screws me up because everybody has at least two names. And Xehanort, Xemnas, what's the other one? Xemnas, Xehanort, and Ansem. Yeah. He has like five names. You got Lee and Axel. You got Shion and God only knows what her other name is. And and it's like it's very confusing even just keeping these characters straight. Zigbar and... It seems to me that now the way that... The, now this is just the way that I feel like it's going. Everybody's got like three forms. I think that that's the way it's going now. So you have, again, like you have the Ansem, Xehanort, and Xemnas. And, like, with, with Sora, you have Roxas, but then now you have Ventus, which, again, without, like, knowing this for sure, like, Ventus is in Sora. So you have Sora, Ventus, and Roxas. Like, that's their three. I think you're going to find Aqua in either, nom- you know, in Kyrie in some fashion. Like, it's going to be Kyrie nominee. Or maybe not Aqua for that. Maybe it's Kyrie nominee and, like, um, Shion, which yeah. you – it's it's a copy of Kyrie's character. So I would totally believe that. Um, so you're saying there's three, at least three. Right. And at first I was like, okay, well, it's obviously going to, when I saw Dream Drop Distance, I was like, that's like, that's pretty much your Riku, Sora, Kyrie, you know, mm-hmm. um, makeup right there. Um, so I thought that it was obviously going to be Terra in like Riku and um, Aqua, Aqua and, Kyrie. and Kyrie. But Terra has become Xehanort. Xehanort has like kind of possessed terror whatever so like that's another he became like an ad- addition to organization 13 it sounds fucking ridiculous because it is and it still confuses me and i don't get it but so so since there's three you're saying there's three is it possible that there is a fourth for each person to match the four chambers in a person's heart so sore is the left ventricle roxas is the right ventricle um and whatever the other two parts I was going to say, what are the other... I really want to hear what you think the other two parts of the heart is. Bottom piece A and bottom piece B. Because <laughs> um, now you have the onverse, too. It makes sense. Because you also have the onverse. Is there an onverse version of these people now? It's, it would... You know, to, if Aqua was part of Kyrie, then that would that would make sense. That'd be all four right there that I couldn't figure out. Yeah. Um, but then who would be Sora's fourth? We, maybe we don't know yet. Maybe it's Ansem. Who the hell knows? Well, you have. Well, I mean, technically, you do. I mean, you have. Is it Venitas or Ven- whatever? Yeah, you have Venitas, and then you have Ventus. So maybe that's four. Maybe that's the four. And then that's fucking crazy because you have these mirror towns now. Now we're getting into theories. Obviously, you have these mirror towns. Like you have the digital version of Twilight Town and regular version of Twilight Town. We we got we learned that in like two or whatever. Mm-hmm. Now, does half these people that we meet live in virtual worlds? And the other half live in the regular world. Like, Sora's the regular world guy. Roxas is the digital age guy or whatever. Mm-hmm. So is this like a, a, an Alice in Wonderland type thing, like through the looking glass, and there's a whole nother world? 
Is that what that's leading to? Because that's the way I'm picturing it right now. Now, it also bothers me because going back to the toy box world, you said the toys are missing. And the theory there is, according to what Sora says, is there's another version of that world. Right. So is there two versions of every world? Might be. And is that what's going to happen? Half these people live on one side of the wall. The other half live on the other. I don't know. But trying to make the best sense of this game is what I can do is Horcruxes for, for Xehanort. Through the looking glass for, for double-sided worlds to all worlds. And four beings in each person's heart. You heard it. Deep. You heard it here. <laughs> yeah, and I'm sure if people have read, because I'm sure people have already beaten this game. I'm positive people have beaten this game. So <clears throat> out there, they, they, they probably give you more answers. But maybe maybe our theories right now are better than what the real answers are. Maybe. Or if these are the real answers, that's fucking dope that I came up with it <clears throat> without reading ahead whether you he believe swears. it or not. He swears he did. Yes. I, I did not read anything because I've been waiting for this game forever and wanted to be surprised. I even debated not to watch the trailers when they came out. We're also fully grown adults, independent adults. So we have bills and therefore jobs. So I'll, yes, and therefore we, cannot beat it in 24 hours like we used to could do when we were kids. Yes. So I just want to throw that out there. So yeah, that's a thing. Uh, yeah. Um, you have any other final thoughts or anything you want to bring up that you do not or really like about this game? I um, I think I pretty much voiced all my complaints. Um, still, though, I like it's you know, I like the nostalgia of it. I, I do enjoy it. Um, I just really, really hope that they that this has a very satisfying ending. Is that the one thing that you're hoping over everything else that comes out of this? Absolutely. There's no other. There's no other reason to play this game without like a, a, a conclusion to the story. I I agree. I want a, a very good conclusion um, to the story. But I also really want to bring it back to the basics. I want it to go back. I want to see the Square Enix characters that were in the other games. I, I want it to tie all that up. I don't care about Chain of Memories or 3D or any of these games that were in between. And that's where I think they're trying to over-explain and, and make these puzzle pieces fit is because of those games that were in the middle. And they made the plot line so ridiculous and so convoluted and so unnecessarily confusing uh just trying to keep our interest in it and that's my biggest problem and now they're trying to fix that that's what i hate as long as i i get to see the characters that that started this whole thing and we get a final conclusion to the game i can be done with it and, and i will go back and replay it but the ending needs to give you the feels Agreed. just like any disney movie can this game needs to do that. I will say the opening sequence of the game. I got I had goosebumps because I think it was just like we just waited for this game for so long. And uh, the nostalgia factor. Mm-hmm. That's my final thoughts. Same. So that being said, we're going to wrap it up. Um, like always, if you're into comic books and everything else, check out the Geekery on 133 Main Street in Matawan, New Jersey. Uh, a lot of great stuff coming out this week. Daredevil 1. Um uh, that's 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 the big one that's coming out. So uh, try to run there and pick it up if they have any copies available because I know they're going to go quick. Um, also, like always, uh, you can find them on the web at www.thegeekreenj.com, on Facebook, The Geek Re-NJ, and so on for all their social media. Follow us on Facebook at Nerdcaster, Twitter at Nerd underscore Caster, 
and Instagram at Nerdcaster and visit our website at www.nerdcaster.com where you can see some articles I write about uh, the comic reviews of comics that I'm reading as well as find the podcast episodes old and new and leave comments and tell us what you think about uh, Kingdom Hearts and what your theories are if you have any and have not yet beat the game. And we'll be back to bring you part two, the conclusion of the Kingdom Hearts series. And who knows, maybe one of us will shed a tear. Doubtful. But we'll see. I'll t- I'm going to tell if you do. All right, you do that. <laughs> um, see you later. You want to say bye? Um, bye, guys. Bye. Nerdcaster out. <laughs>